Welcome to Witham Sounding Board, a podcast sharing powerful business tips, insights, and trends for those seeking to become a rock star in their industry. Welcome to Witham's Perspective from the Bankruptcy Cliff, where we provide our perspective on various questions related to insolvency and bankruptcy for individuals and businesses. I'm Serena Sani, and I'm going to be your host for this session. I'm also a member of Witham's Forensic and Valuation Services Group. Our team focuses on the unique needs of individuals and businesses going through a reorganization process or considering filing for bankruptcy. Today, I'm joined by John Liska, also a team member, who's going to give his perspective on debt discharge and the automatic stay. I do need to start out by reminding everyone that the information that you're about to hear in general in nature is general in nature and should not be acted upon without the advice of legal counsel and your financial advisors who can evaluate your unique circumstances. So let's get started. Hi, John. Hi. So we're here to talk about debt discharge and automatic stay. Can you explain how the automatic stay stops dissolution, foreclosures or repossessions? Sure. Upon filing the bankruptcy petition, really no matter what chapter, uh, by operation of law, there's an immediate stop to most collection actions and lawsuits, and, and that's known as the automatic stay. Uh, this includes an immediate stop to most debt collection efforts, including phone calls, creditors, uh, wage garnishments, and even repossession or foreclosure proceedings. Um, at the end of the process, the individual receives a discharge of debt and is able to attain a fresh start. However, the benefits of the automatic stay are temporary when a creditor has, uh, or when the creditor is a secured creditor. So, are secured debts handled differently? Yes, so a secured creditor has a lien against an item of your property. Um, a lien is an interest in property that allows the creditor to turn around and sell said property to satisfy the debt for themselves. So uh, an example would be a mortgage lender uh, or a car lender. Those are typical secured creditors. Okay, so what should I do if a uh, creditor demands payment of a debt after I file? If any creditor contacts you after you filed, uh, you just simply inform the creditor that you filed your bankruptcy, you filed for bankruptcy, uh, and they should receive a notice in the mail. Um, if you had inadvertently omitted the creditor, um, you just want to make sure you talk to the bankruptcy trustee and make sure that the list of creditors is updated. So, what happens to lawsuits when I file? Um, in most cases, the litigation proceedings that have started prior to the filing are frozen. Uh, as a result of the automatic stay. Are there any types of actions unaffected by the automatic stay? Yes, there, there are certain ones. Uh, these include most criminal matters, uh, any domestic relation issues uh, such as child support or alimony, um, and then certain tax matters uh, the IRS won't back down on. Okay. Can you uh, explain what you mean when you say, you know, I want to have my debts discharged? So having your debts discharged means the court has entered an official order that tells your creditors they're prohibited from asking you to pay your, your debts again, uh, the debts pre-bankruptcy, that is. Um, not all debts are, all, excuse me, not all debts are dischargeable. Um, so you're going to have to have a careful examination uh, to make sure that uh, you're identifying the appropriate debts that to be paid off, that could be discharged, excuse me. So how long does it take to discharge a debt? Uh, for individuals, it's typically a rather quick process. It's usually a two to three month time frame. 
Um, but as I mentioned, not all debts are discharged and some may still need to be continued to be paid. Okay, so are there any debts that aren't dischargeable? Yes, yeah, so certain debts can't be discharged, including secured loans, uh, as we mentioned before, as I mentioned before, items like car loans, uh, real estate, uh, college loans, child support payments, uh, certain taxes and other penalties are also not dischargeable. Um, in other cases, some of them you may have to argue successfully to have them discharged. They aren't just automatically discharged. What, what do you mean by that? Can you clarify? Uh, sure. For example, in student loans, uh, there are rare cases of undue hardship, uh, which may allow a grant to a discharge. Uh, we have a separate podcast that addresses this topic entirely, uh, which I suggest uh, or recommend anyone to listen in on. Interesting. All right. Learning something new every day. <laughs> so what happens if, let's say, I loan a family member some money? Um, what happens to personal debts in a bankruptcy? So any money that's been borrowed from a friend or a relative uh, will be treated the same under bankruptcy laws. Uh, the debt will be discharged uh, and you will no longer have that obligation to pay. Okay. Can I make payments on a discharged debt? Uh, yes, the answer is yes, you can. The bankruptcy laws do not prohibit you from voluntarily paying debts after the discharge. Uh, there's certain reasons you may want to do that. Uh, you know, maybe a friend or family that you don't want to be in, in their bad graces. Um, you may also have a co-signer on the loan that you don't want to leave hanging. Um, or you want to continue working in a relationship with that particular lender going forward. Do I? typically have to pay taxes on forgiven debt? Typically, you do not. Taxpayers who file for bankruptcy are generally not required uh, to report the canceled debt as part of their taxable income. Um, there are more complex filings that may have technical issues that may uh, require filing. Um, so you're going to want to consult your tax professional to make sure you have identified any of those. Uh, for example, canceled debt from partnerships may flow through. Um, and so, you, again, you'd want to speak with your tax professional. Uh, there's also certain tax assets that you may uh, end up surrendering, such as any credits or net operating losses uh, that you would benefit from in the future. Got it. Wow. So, given that we're in this pandemic and lots of people are getting PPP loans, my PPP loan if it's not forgiven, can that be discharged? Currently, yes. The case law is evolving. Uh, they're changing, uh, it seems like, on a weekly basis. But currently, it appears that any debts uh, relative to the PPP loans that were not forgiven uh, will ultimately be discharged in the bankruptcy. Good to know. <laughs> well, thank you, John. I hope everyone found the information on debt discharge and the automatic stay helpful. Should you have any questions regarding the unique circumstances, please reach out to a member of our team. Our contact information can be found at withem.com under Forensic and Valuation Services. This episode, as well as others in the series, can also be found at withem.com. Thank you for listening to Witham's Perspective from the Bankruptcy Cliff. Thanks for joining us. 
Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be first in line to hear what's coming next. Don't want to wait for our next episode? Check us out at Witham.com. That's W-I-T-H-U-M.com.